small town girl Living in a lonely world She took the midnight train going anywhere Welcome to Love Lighthouse and there's a merging that's happened between Anchor and Spotify. Now, Anchor is pretty much known as Spotify. So it's like kind of Anchor, Spotify. I love the Anchor idea, especially with Love Lighthouse. Come on, what's going on, right? Obviously. Um, but here we are. We're having a merging with Spotify too. So welcome. Thank you so much here with me, Vicky Elizabeth Semple. Of course, in brackets and parentheses, HM, Her Majesty, that's right. <laughs> I am very humble, so I find that really interesting to say that. As you know, um, there's been a lot going on with those that have been in the media that have been trying to actually say that they are, you know, the royals and all the rest of it. You know what's going on with Charles and everything. And people were, like, standing up going, you know what, do I even talk about this? Let me just check with God. Nah, I don't think I can. <laughs> I'm not really going to talk about it. We can go check it out if you want and see what happens. Anyway, let's get back to Let's get back to this. And then I've got H&M, H&M at the end day. Oh, well, never mind. Blessings to you all. So don't take that. And remember what it means with H&M at the end is, oh, do you know, it's going to be that way. I'm going to have to pray to God and be like, look, God, can I just do, can I just be, can I still exalt your name and just use my own name without title? I don't know. We'll see. Um, any case, let's head on. And we're going to get started with today. Um, there's been lots going on. I'm so thankful to Lucy. Thank you so much to Princess Lucy Orwin Semple, my daughter. She's like, I'm in a pinky. That's when you know. <laughs> you know, like we are so humble. But anyway, um, we must exalt the kingdom of the Father. Now, I'm going to tell you what she was doing. I'm going to share with you today what went on with Facebook as well because we had a Facebook um, video that went out and I'm going to share that with you on here as well. God willing, all will go well with that, right? We just follow the Holy Spirit and do things naturally and authentically that way. And whatever comes of it, God's will will be done kind of thing, right? Our Father, which art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Thank you for this day, um, our daily bread. Thank you for forgiving us as we forgive each other. Thank you for leading us not into temptation, but delivering us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, the power and the glory forever. Amen. All right, I added a little bit more there than I usually add. Um, you'll hear what I actually normally say in its cleanest, clearest format in the video when I go to add that uh, on here. But first of all, let me tell you what had been happening with my daughter. We had a huge conversation last night. It went into the early hours of the morning. And that is so important. You know, me in the past, I might have been like, right, to bed at this time. Get up at this time. But now I'm, you know, been a little bit more, not lenient, but balanced with it. And think, okay. You know, this is really important. It's more important that we communicate and that we discuss with each other than anything else, right? And we have that quality time. That's what was most important in that moment. And so I stayed up with her. And she was sharing with me um, this music. It was like all the music for all these different years. 
and it was what was most recognizable for each year of the century for like a hundred years and of course we got to mine my birth we got to hers as well of course and we so we know what our most recognizable songs are for the year of our births together and mine is don't stop believing by journey so I go ahead, I've been singing a little bit of it today and I might want to perfect it and perfect it and perfect it, but I'm not going to because it is so special and it does say that it's Anchor, but then when I go over to this, it said podcasters.spotify.com. Anyway, so we're on that. Um, but it was coming up that when I was recording it, I wonder if I can go to new episode, right? And then I can find from there the library. I can look down and see... It was like the amount of time as well, the time that was on it. Um, I was that one, 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 or was it the time that it was recorded at? I think it was probably the timing, but I'll come up like later on. It was probably like something like 10 something or 11 something and then like maybe zero one or something do you know what I mean and the trinity would be reflected I hear this one 11 11 came up for <gasps> okay um Obviously got to add those in later on, but there's tons we've got. Um I had a bit of Fleetwood Mac coming up today, so I went to try and sing that, but mostly to be honest with you, I really feel drawn to what Lucy was drawn us to, and it's that don't stop believing. What a great song, or you know what I mean, of all the songs that we could have, doesn't that make sense that that is for my year? Amazing. Okay. So, um, oh my gosh, there's one that's going through my head and it's for someone's birth year and they just, basically, we've been spending time together and <laughs> their birth year song is not good and that's kind of flitting through my head right now. Do you know that way where you're like, oh my God, heartbreaking. It's just one of a heartbreaking one. Lucy's one is... Now that it's raining more than ever, I told you we'll still have each other. To can know them and stick it out till the end. Right, so she's got Rihanna's song, Umbrella. I've got Don't Stop Believing. Did I tell you? I don't know if I want to tell you. I'm not going to tell you. What I think is this. We've got a challenge. We're faced with a challenge. Someone has got a song that is not so great. And I'm like, that does not have to be their song. Right. See if you get a song or if you feel like you've got something happening in your life where, you know, it feels really tough or this and you feel you're expressing that. You're posting struggle pics, singing struggle songs. That's okay. That can be part of the process. But... Remember, never forget this, that you and I and all those that would be called on God and that would answer unto God, 
we truly deserve. I know many of you are persecuted and you say, how can we sing a new song if you're being, you're going through something really hellish or something really awful, you don't deserve it. You know, how easy can it be to sing a new song? And it's not always that easy, but I just want to remind people that if you listen to one of these charts, you're like, oh shiz, that is going to be my song for my year that I was born and that defines everything. No, it doesn't, okay? Sometimes it can be a very good definitive one like mine with, you know, journey. And I mean, not every part of that might be 100%. And there's going to be things that I'll find in there that, oh my gosh, I want a little bit of a better sounding or something else. You know what I mean? I'm just so fortunate that it's a very, very excellent song. Okay. And I'm sure most people agree with that. So I don't think I could really go into that saying, oh, there's this, this, and this that would change so much. But we do get the opportunity. So for example, if you're someone that does feel that, I'm sorry, I can't. I can't pick apart Journey's song right now. It's just very positive. But if you come across and then you're thinking, the smell of a cheap perfume. Okay, that's a bit then, right? We might go ahead and change some aspects of that. But you know what I mean? There's not really anything to that's really, you know, it's pretty good. Don't stop believing it is a very good message. But what if you get one that is a really, like, not so good message, like, I'm never gonna dance again, guilty feeling, got no rhythm, no, I'm never gonna dance again, the way I dance with you, right, <laughs> and you're like, oh my god, I'm floating away on this little melancholy, is that the word, how do I always get funny about the See, it's because it's not even in my vocabulary, all right, darling. But if you start getting like really like, you know, that's not nice for you. And you should be able to sing a new song. But it is a beautiful song nonetheless. It is hauntingly beautiful, isn't it? It's, it's, it's a, such a gorgeous song. I love George Michael and Wham as well. Um, So much. But anyway, let us have a little bit of a look into what come up today in a minute or two. I was also hearing these songs as well last night. What was coming to me was, I would love to love you like you do me. I love to love you like you do me. Something to that extent, right? The chorus. There's a pillar in the way you see me. Oh, it's not the way you see me. It's there's a pillar in the way you see. I love to love you like you do me. So I've got to kind of get that wee bit at the end there sorted. But anyway, (laughs) you can see where, where I'm coming from. I love that one. And the thing is, the good thing about that song is it's hopeful because the person's actually admitting to it. They're saying, you know, there's nothing more beautiful than that because they're making it obvious to people who have felt this love's not requited. It's not like that. It's just perhaps that person's in a calling like the priesthood or in a calling like the nonary, the quantum, or set aside for God's word or they're an artist that's set aside or consecrated, set apart. But some are called to be married and to live out that vocation too um, with another person. And so when people come to them, if, you know, they've been called for time in God, 
or maybe they're also hearing things in terms of well the worldly and what you know different societal ideas are of love and things like that that could be a barrier as well um you know and so it's a really great song because it helps to heal even the listener that might be on the other end of that, that might be the one that loves and that feels that it's unrequited. It might not be, it might just be that there's a barrier there. The person really does love the person, but there's a barrier because, and it could either be, as I say, they're so highly held in regard by Christ or God, or it could be that they've got a different role to fulfill, or it could actually be, um, you know, something there. Those are really positive reasons. But then it could be a negative that it could be a barrier because it's something worldly in terms of a societal way or something that's happened to that person in a love relationship before and it might put them off. It could be anything, right? But the song is very therapeutic for all involved and I think you'll agree because it lets people know that it's not just the person that wants to feel loved. It's actually something bigger than that that's going on. And that is a good thing because it's also hopeful too in the fact that it's this, I would love to, that means that that person really wants to. It's like there's an intention there that they're setting to love that person even more than they already do. They're, they want to feel into that love. They want to remove the pillars or the barriers if they can. And if that's what's called by God, then they would do that. So I love that song. That was on last night. And then um, another chorus one as well, which is, I'm not going to sing it. In fact, I'm not because we really do need to sing a new song. But it talks about what love can really do. And it's just about being realistic about that. And I think you want to be building positively, but you also need to know the possibilities so that you're prepared in any way to always revert back and always make sure that you're always putting God first. And I think that's it. That's the basis of it, to make sure that you can handle love relationships or different things in life positively as possible is to know God and to always have God first. Because then you've always got your foundation and you never lose your foundation no matter what happens in the physical with someone else. You know it on a deeper spiritual level. You're not just looking at them in the flesh or you in the flesh and carrying it along in that way, which can be heartbreaking. And that is one of the curses with looking at things just in a fleshly way. And so you really have to have a strong basis of Christ to be able to see you through so that that love, that um, cord of love never fails. Because as I was talking about earlier on, and how we were reflecting about, okay, I'm not religious and I'm not just in the Catholic Church, Catholic and Reformed. It's um, in God, it's higher. But as it says, and as I was expressing to someone that every time, for example, if you're having a relationship, it's a sexual relationship, you have a marital commitment with that person. Now we know there are different levels of that. There's a legal format of being married and then bearing witness to that in the most highest order, which is a holy order, like Mary and Joseph. That may or may not be consummated like them, but there's that in that you do that in the faith, making only a covenant to God and that person. It's like a three-stranded cord. You're already committed, but you know that you're doing that and you live out your life like that in that way and then there's the other way where people will go into the Canaanite type of marriage and I know I've shared things like this it's because I'm pushing it's the press which needs to happen for all of us to ascend in God so I say what I say about it because for many years let's be honest those types have been trying to do the same thing or worse to other people who are behaving like Mary and Joseph and who have gotten into a covenant and who are actively living it out without going through large ceremonies and you know it's true um so now I'm giving that back 
righteously in the right way and say, no, we're not Canaanites. We're not doggies and we're not going to be doing things in a Canaanite like the wedding in Cana fashion. Hey, will that change? I don't know. But I think, you know, I'd hope uh, and pray that I'd have the accessibility to God to just keep following the will of God. And this always feels right. So I'm very thankful for the grace to be able to lead in that way. And it is, it's like the fame goes out for it. Of course it does, because you're doing something that's different from the average norm. That's not to say other people aren't doing that. There are people that do that that are untoward. They are not legally in any way married divinely or temporally or whatever. They're just with each other, living debauched lives and doing things that are untoward and leading people into deep sin and doing wrong and harm. And that is deeply regretful, no doubt, for them to be in such a, a nasty type of um, thing. Um, that's not what we want to promote at all. So that's very different from these two entirely, where people just go along and just kind of use each other, that kind of thing. But let's look to the positive of when people are in um, a consummatory marriage and every time they consummate their marriage, their marriage vows are being... Um, it's like recommitted to, they're re-emerging and that's what it says happens but it also impacts people positively round about like an entire community so it is a community of love and that's why obviously these things are out in the open and they're not hidden as it said you know under a whatever but anyway under a rock or whatever like but um, there is also that, like, you don't do it just for other people. It's for your, for God and for yourselves that you do it, whatever you're going to do in terms of how you share that. But even if you hid or not hid on purpose, like, to be debauched or anything, but let's just say you weren't going out shouting it from the rooftops to everybody, but people would still know if it was the right thing, that is. It would be sensed as being something that is right and appropriate, um, and that would impact the community. And the same is the same for people that are doing things that are debauched or wrong and that are hidden because it's wrong. Um, in that they don't want anyone to see it. It's like, why don't you want anyone to know that you're doing that? And if it's for a debauched reason that they're trying to get away with something they know is wrong, then even that too does impact the community. So you can see how it's really important to be positively impacting communities and especially children. And no child should have to suffer any kind of like, you know, debauched or wrongdoing stuff, you know, you know what I mean, you know, with their parents or whatever. Um, very, very important that therefore a marriage is open to children, that kind of thing. Now, um... Like thinking where are we going from this from here we're 18 minutes in and I've still got to go on with this right but here we go I'm going to share this today um let's see So the idea was that I would do one of these every single like morning. I would get up and do it. Um, it didn't always have to be in the morning in the AM. <laughs> and it could be sort of any time. But then I was reading this part in the Bible and it was like talking to David the King. And it's like, 
go ahead, execute judgment in the morning, every morning. So make sure that, you know, things are balanced for the people that you do your part. And I think it is incumbent upon us all to do our part in terms of when we arise in the morning, whatever morning is to each one of you. But um, whenever that is, to make sure that we're in the right frame of mind with God. And then we go ahead and we take that on in through the rest of our days. Um, now, I have come to this particular place for today's one. And of course, it's now five minutes past 12. But I was thinking when I was trying to get on, because it's a technical thing, like I've been trying for quite some time to get, obviously, Facebook on here on this device. And then... I thought, right, I'm actually not even going to do that. I'm just going to do a screen share one today, which is going to be, you know how I do that, where it's just a screen and I do it from my laptop. So I was trying to get that up and it's just been so difficult trying to get it to start for some reason. And it's just like the internet's going crazy, either that or it's something to do with... Um, perhaps battery power or something else or this connection I don't know what it's allowing me to do it now so I could actually go ahead and be doing like two streamings at one time I wonder if that's even possible I wonder I probably will try and do an experiment on that at some point so if something funny happens that's probably why I'm experimenting with it but anyway let's get back to this oh gosh it's taken away that entry that I had for today which was look Four, I think was it really exact one but never mind we'll get to it in a minute or two it's about Jesus fame and um, that kind of like going out into all of the land um, so we'll see if we can get that I'm going to go to the KGV in a minute but yeah as I was doing this let's get back to this a little bit of an interjection there but um, as I was getting ready, trying to get this live online and like realising it's not going to get out for the morning because of all this with the technical difficulties, it's God's will, right? Um, and that's the thing, like when we're reading things from the Old Testament, it happened in a certain way. And we have to be walking in the faith of Christ, which is the New Testament more so, right? So we kind of have to understand that, yes, that in David's time, <laughs> that's what happened. But it's okay because isn't it midnight on the other side of the world? What, do you know what I mean? It's like one of these things. So Fleetwood Mac started coming through in my mind at this point. And I'm like, is it in midnight? Right, on the other side of the world. And so there we go. Whenever this goes out, it is the right time. And whenever you get it, it is the right time for you to get it. Okay, so we'll go to this Luke chapter 4. And perhaps we have to read the whole lot. Right. Okay, so this is after he's been in... Wait a minute. Yeah. Oh, right. Okay, so he's led into the wilderness. So this is quite good for people that are doing Lent in this way. So Luke chapter 4. And Jesus, being full of the Holy Ghost, returned from Jordan and was led by the Spirit into the wilderness being 40 days tempted of the devil and in those days he did and eat nothing and when they were ended he afterward hungered and the devil said unto him if thou be the son of god command this stone that it be made bread 
And Jesus answered him, saying, It is written that man shall not be shall not live by bread alone, but by every word of God. And the devil, taking him up into a high mountain, showed him all the kingdoms of the world in a moment of time. And the devil said unto him, All this power will I give thee, and the glory of them, for that is delivered unto me, and to whomsoever I will, I give it. If thou therefore wilt worship me, all shall be thine. And answered Jesus, he said unto him, Get thee behind me, Satan, for it is written, Thou shalt worship the Lord thy God, and him only shalt thou serve. And he brought him to Jerusalem, and set him on a pinnacle of the temple, and said unto him, If thou be the Son of God, cast thyself down from hence. For it is written, He shall give his angels charge over thee, to keep thee. And in their hands they shall bear thee up, lest at any time thou dash thy foot against a stone. And Jesus answering said unto him, It is said, Thou shalt not tempt the Lord thy God. And when the devil had ended all the temptation, he departed from him for a season. And Jesus returned in the power of the Spirit into Galilee, and there went out a fame of him through all the region round about. So this is really important because, um, oh, I'm thinking about like personal circumstances actually, but it's so, so important. You know, we can be, when we think about it, we need to not personify. <laughs> it's really important because sometimes we can be like personifying each other, perso- not personifying each other, but personifying the devil or personifying like different objects. As someone was saying, look, the devil could be in someone's foot or the devil could be in this or that or whatever. And I'm thinking, what? And then, so, I mean, there's all these different things, right? So, you know, you need to kind of be sensible about it. Um, but yeah, when we're so-called tempted, we obviously have Jesus Christ. Those of us that have Jesus Christ, that is, to give us the grace to deal with the temptation, not to be delivered into it. Now, this is why it's important to say the prayer the way that I say it. I've been taught that by the Holy Spirit, not to ever state that the Lord would tempt anyone because that's not true in James it says that you're never tempted by the Lord so you can't really be saying things that maybe Jesus said when he was on earth the first time around he taught everyone how to pray but remember we're all going through just like Jesus was going through a process so we're going to get better and better and we're going to improve and we if we have the Holy Spirit are supposed to do far much better 1212 than he did right So that's the way that that's supposed to be. We're supposed to be doing so much better as a result. And so I believe that because of the Holy Spirit and Jesus Christ that had gone to the Father, that I was able to do that in the way that I pray. And so it's, Our Father, which art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Thank you for giving us this day our daily bread and for forgiving us as we forgive each other. Thank you for leading us not into temptation, but delivering us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, the power and the glory forever. Amen. It's very simple. There's no babbling. We'll still finish on 12.12 as well.
12 13 now it's just turned literally just turned 12 13. so and um, we had no babbling there it was straightforward to the point it did not tempt the lord and it didn't say that the lord tempted us um, it would be tempting, I suppose, to the Lord if we were to say that the Lord tempted us, which the Lord does not. So, uh, that's why I do that. I don't care who you are, I don't care what church you say, I don't care how many people are going to be doing this, I will not bow down to Satan and I'm not going to say that the Lord tempts us. No. So, you can't be going around saying, <clears throat> and lead us, not into, lead us not into temptation. Look. The Lord does not lead you into temptation. If you're saying that, you've already been tempted and you're tempting the Lord. Don't do it. Okay? It's really, it's a gross misconduct. Please. Anyway, so obviously you can have the grace. And here's what we talk about. <clears throat> we say, please don't do something. You know, when you get that in the Holy Spirit where you're being tempted, please don't do it. But if you do it just because the crowds are doing it, oh, you're just going to bow down because the crowds are doing it. Oh, you're just going to say that in a... um a prayer, lead us not into temptation because what, it's written somewhere in the Bible before Christ ascended? What? Well, I'm sorry, but do you have the Holy Spirit from that Lord that did ascend and then should now be doing better through you and me? Well, I do, I know I do, because there is your proof. I'm bearing witness and I'm sharing it to you. Okay, so I'm bearing witness in the truth that he's ascended, therefore the Holy Spirit that I have could do better than he did then, so I say the prayer for the Lord better than he did then. Yeah? Yes. All right. So there we go. And um, again, it's not self-exalting because I'll tell you, I'm not doing it from my own self. I'm not doing it from Satan. I'm doing it from God, from Jesus Christ, from El. Right. So when you're able to withstand uh, the temptation, let's just say like that, like it's written in the Bible before he ascended. So many people that don't have the Holy Spirit are just going to look at the flesh, in other words, what's been written in the Bible, and then say that back to the masses. And then everybody's saying it to them because they're all tempted and they've, they've been overcome by the temptation. There's nothing there to write home about, right? But when someone knows in their heart and their soul and they get the Holy Spirit, like Jesus was filled with the Holy Spirit, they have the ability to withstand that temptation like I was able to withstand it and give you the proper prayer. The prayer that I can say to the best of my ability, only because I'm not tempted um, by the devil to say it the way that the masses might say it. So don't give in to large groups or large crowds of people. I'll do what's right and not just because the masses do something. I will never be tempted that way because I have the Holy Spirit. So because of that, um, uh, what's happened is, and because of that with Jesus Christ the first time around, often there is a bit of a fame surrounding that or whatever you're doing because you're doing it in a way that is set apart. You're doing it in a way that's authentic and real if you're doing it in that way from the Holy Spirit like Jesus was and like I am doing, even with the Lord's Prayer. And Jesus returned in the power of the Spirit into Galilee and there went out a fame of him through all the region round about. And he taught in their synagogues, being glorified of all. And he came to Nazareth, where he had been brought up, as his custom was. He went into the synagogue on the Sabbath day and stood up for to read. Very important to point this out, that Jesus was going to all the Jewish festivals. He was doing all that was commanded um, for much of the time. Um in a way that was obvious 
to the Jewish people that he was also part of that covenant, that he was also part of the Jewish covenant with God. So he was fulfilling all of these different types of um, callings that were upon his life. And teaching then therefore in these places has got to be remembered that of course he's glorified this is going to happen to different people but we have to be very aware that that's not where it ends you know um with a lot of glorification with a lot of fame there's two sides to that or there can be two sides to that depending on where you are and what you're called to and so it's vitally important to have Jesus Christ to be able to help you over the hurdles of whatever that might look like, what it might end up like. Now, I was thinking about people that are artists in songwriting and how they can be tempted and how they can sing like an old song. But when Jesus Christ is telling people to sing a new song, do you know what I mean? If you're tempted by the devil to keep going back to your old song, in such a way and you're not going to like perhaps find it as easy to create with Christ if he's telling you to sing a new song. Um, now we know that there are processes and people are maybe called to continue on singing an old song to merge things into a new and all the rest but you have to be very mindful who are you going to put first? Are you going to be putting God first? Or are you going to be putting Satan first and all that comes with that type of that type of theme? What is it? You need to be able to be set apart and always put God first. So, um, yeah, it just, it made me think of this. It made me think of a particular artist who actually, well, yesterday he wrote about how he was in this place in Indiana, in Indianapolis. And I have a friend, I believe at least, is out there at the moment, unless he's catfishing me. But you know what I'm saying, like, we've been friends for years. And as far as I know, that's where he comes from. And many of you will probably understand what I'm talking about. But um, he stays in Indiana. And I'm like, oh my gosh, so I'm like trying to get on WhatsApp, you know, because there's so much with regards to storage at the moment. I was just trying to go on there. I'm like, okay, let me see if I can, like, let him know that Chase Rice, because this is connecting us, right? Chase Rice... Oh, I've just said it. Right. Anyway, that's the artist. It's at Indiana in Indianapolis in this um, at this theatre. He's going to be performing there. So I sent the kind of screenshot that Chase put out about him being there. It was so cute because he was putting ones of him, but he was also putting ones of his dog there. And his dog was sitting outside and he's like, are you allowed in there, buddy? And it's like, oh. and the dog is so gorgeous and beautiful. And the dog just sat there and he actually looks around, he's amazing, like he looks around to see like where he's asking if he's allowed to go in. And um you just he zooms in, she's <laughs> zooms in and he's like I can't like read it all, but I think it just means like he's got access to everywhere, everything. It's like a picture, I think it's a picture of his dog or a dog, like his dog, but it's like everything, like you know, access everywhere. I think that's probably what he's talking about, but it was amazing, it was so cute, and I was just like, oh my gosh, he's like, yeah, you are, buddy, yay, and I was like, oh my god, that's brilliant, and it's so cute that his dog's allowed to go in the venue, do you know what I mean, just be there as he's sort of like, I was going to say his main act, his main support, do you know what I mean, that's so cute and sweet, oh, blessings to them both and to everybody in his, um, 
you know, entourage. Um, and with his team. So, yeah. <laughs> so I was like, oh, you know, saying to Paul, Paul is also into music. So these are, you know, obviously friends, very pure state. Um, it has to be pointed out there. But anyway, so saying to Paul, like, maybe, you know, could you get there? I don't know when on earth Chase was supposed to be doing the event there. But, you know, there's obviously a calling. And even if it's just for him to actually go to that theatre, that might be all it is. And maybe see Chase and his entourage. I don't know how long they're going to be there for. If they've left, if they're still there, what's going on. And I haven't looked that far into it because obviously God first and then whatever else. And that's why this is happening because... I'm putting God first, so not getting too involved in the depth of detail means that God has the power to shift things, do you know what I mean? And uh, I continue to put God first in ways that will be expressed to you, which helps you. 12.21 just there, now 12.22, interesting point, just what we've talked about. Um, but in any case, it might just be that I think up but it's enough to remind Paul to go to that place, that he has to go there for some reason, and there's going to be a divine appointment. You see how the Lord works? So it's a word for him from me about that place. It's going to connect him up with the place, and perhaps it could be now, it could be in the next fortnight, who knows, but there's something perhaps there that is going to be an important connection for him. And the will of God through him then, therefore, and that place, and maybe someone else is there, could become manifest so that's what we put first we don't become covetous like oh you know paul i really want you to do this and i want you to meet this person there it's got to be with the will of god and other people's will to come together in the right time and then therefore from that whatever transpires will be the will of god it will be the right thing to do and that just makes me very happy i don't know what it is and i'm okay with that um, if I find out later, that would be wonderful. If not, wonderful too. I just know I fulfilled my part in this. Yes. Okay. Um, so let's continue on a little bit further with the text here. So when he taught in their synagogues, being glorified of all. And he came to Nazareth, where he had been brought up. And as his custom was, he went into the synagogue on the Sabbath day and stood up for to read. And there was delivered unto him the book of the prophet Isaiah, and when he had opened the book, he found the place where it was written. The Spirit of the Lord is upon me, because he hath anointed me to preach the gospel to the poor. He hath sent me to heal the brokenhearted, to preach deliverance to the captives, and recovering of sight to the blind, to set at liberty them that are bruised. Oh, Indeed. Thank you so much, everybody. It's an interesting ending to come to, isn't it, as well? Thank you so much, everyone, for joining in and many, many blessings. you on a sunny autumn day 
You insult, he attracted me when asking for the way. God, if I had known all the pain I'd make you feel, I will stop this thought of us and turn upon my heel. Time will make it be alright, though you should leave me. Believe me when I tell you. What? A sunny autumn day, you basically tracked your room or else we fall away. Right. I love to love you like you do me. 
Thank you. 